This is episode 36 of the Lingolstown Life podcast. This episode is the fourth and final interview in our Through the Darkness series with Pastor George Reynolds and mental health professional Kendra Trufanastock. In this conversation, we discuss the impacts of rest and connection on our mental health, as well as navigating risk when seeking connection during this time. Please note that the information shared in this podcast is not meant to be individual counseling advice. If you believe you or another individual is suffering a mental health crisis or medical emergency, please seek medical attention immediately or call 911. Welcome to the Lingolstown Life podcast, where our community seeks to love God and love others. Here you'll find timely teachings, important conversations, and encouraging devotionals to improve your life and help you deepen your faith. Welcome to the Lingolstown Life Podcast. So 2020 has been a great revealer of mental health challenges. No matter who you are, the pandemic has challenged us all in the area of mental health. And one of the things that I believe it has revealed is how ill-prepared we are to maintain good mental health practices. So as part of our message series this January, we have the opportunity to learn from the experience of biblical characters, and no, they didn't have blessed lives. They encountered the same mental challenges that we face today. In addition to the weekly messages, we have asked a professional counselor to give us some insights on how to deal with the mental health struggles that we all face. So today, I'm excited. We have two guests on our podcast. We have Kendra Trufanastock, a counselor from Harrisburg, who has joined us on previous podcasts, and our lead pastor, Pastor George Reynolds. Welcome to both of you. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much, Kendall. Well, Kendra, I want to just jump right in here, and, and I want to start this podcast by thanking you for your insight during this series of podcasts. Uh, you have certainly brought us a lot of of great information. Um, I'll just tell you that people have said that you have a very calming voice, which I think is important for people to, uh, to have when they're talking about, uh, about these, these challenges that we have to our mental health. Uh, so again, I just wanna say on behalf of everybody who's been listening, thank you very much. Uh, so the whole series was intended to get everyone speaking openly about mental health, especially in light of everything we've endured during this last year. Yeah. So Kendra, before we get into today's topic, which is around loneliness, would you give us some healthy habits we can implement to take care of our own mental health? Mm, sure. Uh, I think we've emphasized in each of these podcasts together, the importance of self-care and that that usually begins. Uh, I love that shift in perspective that George offered last time of sleep being that critical foundation to the day. Um, we really need to value sleep, to value moving our bodies in some way, shape, or form, right? Exercise, staying connected, um, having time for ourselves. All of that self-care is really, really important when we're facing these compounding stressors. Well, Kendra, can, can I follow up on that and ask you, would you speak to how how good mental health is part and parcel of having healthy relationships and overall 
good physical health? I think paying attention to mental health is just as critical as physical. In fact, they're so intertwined that in some ways it's hard to tease them out one from the other. Um, I think people really underestimate the impact of stress on the body. And there's a lot of literature out there to show us how intertwined they are. Um, sometimes paying attention to the mental health is what can help the physical body relax and truly, truly unwind. Um, I know just for years of stress myself, I had um, significant health problems for a while because I was in such a toxic work environment. So um, it's crucial. And our relationships, right? Most of us have some people in an inner circle with us. And all of those folks, there's such ripple effects, how our standing, how our health in the world impacts our response in relationship and who we can be for those around us. Yeah, I've found that in my own life as well, that there was a season where I was uh, really physically sick and the doctors couldn't find anything physically wrong with me and we figured out that it was the high stress job that I was working and yeah. and it, it was it just blew my mind that my emotional mental health was affecting my physical health so much and I think sometimes we overlook that when we're not yes. feeling well I remember I was I was fresh out of college and I thought oh there's got to be just a medical doctor answer right so I yes. went through the whole rigmarole of tests and all of these things and medicine and all sorts of interventions and none of it really was what I needed um, because it was more of a mental health uh, it was an issue of stress on the job hmm. yeah I'm just just thinking about that um, you know uh, oftentimes when it comes to vacation which is a good which is usually a good thing for your mental health um, you know I, I've learned that uh, if I'm going to have a really good vacation, it needs to, uh, it really needs to be like, like two weeks long because <laughs> it takes me the first couple days to just sort of decompress. And then I always know that at the end of vacation, the first, the last few days of vacation, I'll start to, I'll start to build up, you know, all of the, I got to go back to this and I got to go back to that. And uh, so it's sort of, sort of you see vacation as a as a beginning a middle and the end and so I always feel like the more time I get in the middle of that uh, the the more I feel the vacation was a was a success because I've actually been able to to get that kind of of mental and physical um, relaxation uh, or release that, uh, that, that just builds up over time. Yeah, and I don't There's think- There's like I a delay from what you feel psychologically to your body really registering, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Like your mind might know, technically I've got a whole week away from work, right? But your body has to like get up to speed with like, wow, we really are on vacation, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a delay. And that's often how it is with stress too, is that there's often a delayed response to the amount of stress we're in. 
Mm. So the worst of my physical stress didn't happen until I left my job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because our, our bodies just need to show up and keep doing when we're in the midst of the stressor. Right. I was going to say, I wonder if that's just how we're wired, like push through this stressful season and then we'll deal with it. And then afterwards. you can unravel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is incredibly hard right now because it feels like the stressful season is never it's ending. A long <laughs> it just keeps going on and on <laughs> and on. Yep. And, uh, and Pastor George, what you're saying about resting, I, I don't think that our culture and society um, puts enough value on rest and taking a vacation. I think our, our need and the sense of like, that it's necessary to always be available, whether it's online, by phone, for email, that kind of thing, that it, it just makes it really hard to set up a boundary and say, I'm, I'm going to actually rest. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole, that whole topic uh, that's uh, sort of in vogue today of, of uh, finding, finding a Sabbath in your week, um, a good 24 hour period where you, you know, you unplug, you get away, you, you do something different than what you're normally used to doing, uh, spending time, with relationships that, uh, that, that build you up. Um, you know, God, God put that into, uh, our, our, our rhythm of life that it, we really need to, uh, we really need to be honest and recognize how important it is to actually give ourselves a Sabbath. Mm. Which I imagine is incredibly hard for clergy people who's our normal Sabbath is when you're gearing up to have work <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. So for pastors, Sabbath is not on a Sunday. Right. Yeah. Well, thankfully we can have it any day that we make time for it. Um, Kendra, our, our message this week focused on loneliness and the need for connection. And one of the impacts of the pandemic has been this lack of connection. This has been especially true for seniors and residents at long-term care facilities. Can you speak to, in general, how this extended period of isolation and disconnect has impacted mental health in our seniors just across mm-hmm. the board? Mm-hmm. And uh, what are some ways we can push back against that disconnect? Hmm. Yeah, I, it's critical. You know, I think when people think of a snake versus a horse, they know which one is a social creature and which one isn't, mm-hmm. right? And they know that a horse needs a companion in the barnyard. Yeah. Oh, humans are social creatures, right? We, it is, talk about mind and body connection. It, it's like a physical need. There's a term in my field called skin hunger. Mm-hmm. And they mean to take it as seriously as food hunger. Wow. People need as much as they need food, they need touch, right? They need connection. They need social contact so much so that I think it is the UK that declared kind of like, you know, you can have a war on poverty. Mm-hmm. They declared a war on loneliness, wow. especially for their seniors. And there's some, I forget the exact statistic, but like, you know, some population of their elderly can go for two weeks without talking to a soul. And right, what that can do to a fundamentally social creature. It's incredibly important. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that is so true. 
Um, I, I remember way back to, I guess, college or seminary sometime, you talked about those studies of, of children who are left, left alone and there is no touch. Um, and, yeah. and how that, uh, that deprived them of, of what they needed for, for, for good health, uh, physical, mental health. Um, so yeah, I think, I think if you stop and think about it, the, the, the long-term effect of what we've gone through, um, it'll soon be a year that we have spent so much time separated from people. Um, I think that, that we'll, uh, we, we've talked about it in education that we're gonna see long-term effects of, of, uh, of the, the disparity that kids have had with education. So I think there's, there's a lot to, uh, to what we've lived through that we have not yet, nor will we see for a long time, till a long time down the road, it's, it's longer uh, an extended impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of along those lines, I, I'm curious, Kendra, um, if you have any thoughts on this, I think it's, it's, you know, we're, we're struggling with how much do we see people because it's, we have a pandemic where we're trying to save our elderly people from getting sick. And it's hard to walk a balance between how do we make sure that their emotional and needs for connection are met and that we see these people that we love who may not be with us for very long. And also we want to protect them. (laughs) It's a tricky line to walk. Um, Everybody has slightly different, at the end of the day, this is all about risk assessment and how much risk each person is willing to take on. Mm-hmm. And that's such a subjective measure, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody in a family dynamic, let's say, they all have their own notions of what risks are worth taking. And there's the risk to mental health and the risk to physical health, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's about having an open, honest exchange of what people are comfortable with, what they're willing to risk, um, and walking through you know, the potentials and like, so it's not just a superficial decision, but like, okay, let's say we did get together and then somebody did get COVID and right? Mm-hmm. Like, how would we all feel about those ramifications? Are we still willing to go forward? Are there any versions of, of meeting both the needs for physical safety and mental health safety? Like, can we get creative? You know, my family had Thanksgiving outside for instance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and it was delightful. It was like actually kind of, its own special gift in a way. Thank goodness the weather was okay on Thanksgiving, but it was, um, what is it? The saying, necessity is the mother of invention, Mm. right? Like, yes, be creative. Well, Kendra, uh, this extended isolation has been a, a blessing to introverts and, uh, and a real downer to, uh, to extroverts. And as an extrovert myself, I can't begin to tell you how much I miss people. I mean, uh, that, and, and that's my job too. I mean, I, I spend so much time with people and, and that's been hard. My wife, on the other hand, is very much uh, loving the fact that she can stay home and work. Now she talks to people all day long on the computer 
but uh, but she doesn't have to necessarily go and be with people. Um, so how do you counsel people uh, to deal with these differences, especially if it's in a family relationship? Mm. Yeah. Um, again, there's, um, I think the, the underlying principle here is about having open dialogue. And so here you have two humans who are calibrated differently from each other. And if you can find that path that feels really mutually respectful, then each person feels seen and heard and valued and cared for mm. um, so that nobody feels trampled on or invisible or, right? Mm. Um, so it's like this mutual exchange place how can I give you some of what you're needing? How can you give me some of what I'm needing, right? And we walk through this in a way that feels fundamentally fair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, that's good advice. Yep. So as we get ready to wrap up today's uh, episode, do you have any final words for our listeners about mental health? Hmm. Do you know there's a metaphor by the neuroscientist, Dr. Dan Siegel. He talks about the river of well-being. And the river, just imagine a metaphorical river, the river has a bank on either side. One bank is rigidity and another bank is chaos. Pretty much almost me any mental health issue is because your boat went too close to one bank or the other. Hmm. So the goal is to try to keep your boat in the state of flow in between rigidity and chaos. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard it described as well. Uh, yeah. Man managing, managing the tension. Mm -hmm. um, like a, like a rubber band, you know, you have to manage the tension. And I think that's what yeah. you're, what you're talking about there. Well, and if you put it in, in terms of like the flow of that river of well-being, that's just human, right? It's, it's very depathologizing. It's anti-shaming to just be like, you know, this is what every human needs. Right. And all of our boats can go too close to one bank or the other sometimes. Mm -hmm. Let's all be on the lookout for that. Mm. That's a great metaphor. Well, Kendra and Pastor George, I want to thank you so much for allowing me to be part of these podcasts. And Kendra, specifically to you, thank you for your insights on the topic of mental health. I know this is going to be really helpful to our listeners, to our congregation and the community. And Pastor George, thank you for challenging us to open up this conversation about mental health. I believe that seeing the challenges of biblical characters really helps us understand that everyone struggles with varying degrees of mental health issues and that those issues are important to God. So in, in closing, I just want to thank you guys again um, so much for being here with me and to everybody listening. If you haven't accessed the previous podcast with Kendra, I'd encourage you to go back and check them out please feel free to share them with anybody that you think would benefit from listening from that to them. And uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode in the future. Thank you for the important work you're doing in the community and letting me be a part. Appreciate it. Thanks everybody. Absolutely. 
Thank you for joining us on the Linglestown Life podcast. If this message was meaningful to you, we hope that you'll leave a review and share it with others. If you want to know more about our church or would like to attend a service or community event, find out more at www.linglestownlife.org. God bless you and may you go forth to love God and love others.